Hello, everyone. Welcome once again to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. We are continuing our October Halloween Marathon. Today we are discussing Escape Room Tournament of Champions. Champions, 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 champions. champions. <laughs> and with me again is Buddy Fazio. Hello, Buddy. Hey, what's up, Precious D? Thank you for having me uh, again. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. Uh, this movie is in color from this year, 2021. We will be spoiling it, so go watch it first if you want to. <laughs> yeah. It was it was 88 minutes long. The other one was 100 minutes, so this one was shorter. It cost more, $15 million, and the box office was $51.8 million. Oh, so, so considerable drop-off. It made less. If you didn't listen to the last episode, the last one made $155.7 million. That's worldwide, but still, for a budget of $9 million. So this one cost more, made less money, and was shorter. <laughs> <laughs> because it didn't have Deborah Ann Wall. They shouldn't have killed her in the first one. <laughs> so our our final girl and boy from the last movie have decided to go confront the game makers. They have tracked down some information based on a corporate logo, I believe, which somebody yes. foolishly left laying around. Right. And uh, Zoe has tracked this to uh, an abandoned building in New York City, and they are planning to get on a plane to go there. And as the end of the last movie told us and the beginning of this one reminds us, the game masters have set a trap on the plane. They're going to turn the airplane into an escape room. But, but Zoe's afraid to fly. Yes, because her sole survivor thing from the previous movie was a plane crash. So they decided to take a road trip instead, which seemed to me a big hole in the bad guy's plan from the beginning. Yes. So how did how did they know they would get on that plane, that they wouldn't change their plans at the last minute? Or there's always all kinds of things going wrong at the airport. There's just... Well, in all honesty... The puzzle maker yeah. was having problems at home with his wife. <laughs> so, you know, even he was a little had, distracted. <laughs> even if they had taken a plane, they could have been late and had to take a later plane. There was just Yes, yes. There was it a was a lot, huge a lot of effort that they put into this for potentially no payoff. And that is what happened. There was no payoff. They wasted all the time and money they put into making this plane an escape room. Do we ever find out if they go ahead and make it an escape room anyway? It's kind of insinuated at the end, but no, we never really find out what happened to the plane. Okay. So apparently it was a big hit with the clients, the spectators of the escape room. When Zoe actually got out, they liked it. And so the game master started letting other people survive. We are Yes, told. letting them. We are told he let them. So apparently the game was rigged up until then and designed for nobody to make it out alive. And I guess they would just bet on who would make it the first. But yes, another since, plot because they didn't say that at the B that the before. Right. But since Zoe, they've been allowing people to win. And somehow they managed to get a collection of these previous winners on to the same subway car in New York City. New this, York City. <laughs> I found this a little bit unbelievable. Yes, I did too. I did too. It's, I also found the way electricity works to be a little unbelievable <laughs> on there, but but <laughs> it strained credibility. Yes. So they very get very much so. They get them not only all on the same subway train, but in the same car. 
which they then hijack and send to the larger escape room. Uh, but yeah, there's some weird shit with electrifying the subway car and right. the puzzle, they, the puzzle they have to work out and try to implement while they're constantly being shocked because they're electrifying parts of the car. As exactly. A- they're electrifying parts of the big metal car, but not all of it. <laughs> <laughs> and electricity is arcing Tesla style all over the place. Yes. Well, I guess that's for our benefit so we can... Yes, it's- so we can see where it is. So All right. We know, so we know where the threat is. But this was a bit much. Right off the bat, it was a bit much, yes. Actually, right off the bat, we, we got to go back to talking about the puzzle master or maker or whatever he is and his family. There's a puzzle. There's a game master and a puzzle maker. Yeah. Game master, puzzle maker. Game master died in the last one. Right. So the game master just seems to be in charge of implementing, of running the game, but he hasn't. Right. He hasn't written the scenarios, and he hasn't necessarily constructed it. Right. He sits there and twiddles his thumbs while things happen. <laughs> yeah. But the game master seems to be getting help from his daughter. Yes. Forcing, well, forcing her. It appears the game master is actually forcing his daughter to design games. That's how it appears. Bum, bum, bum. And we we find out later that she's trying to undermine it because she likes Zoe and also she doesn't like being locked up in her room all the time. Right. And who would? No one. No one would uh, like What did that. you think of the puzzles one? There was Beach House. We started with the electricity. Beach, well, I guess it was sort of a diner at the beach. Actually, I really think it was supposed to be SpongeBob SquarePants. I think it was supposed to be Bikini Cove, basically. I think the crab was supposed to be... Oh, the beach... No, the bank vault says... Oh, the bank vault. The bank vault. Yeah, the bank vault was interesting. Um, yeah. We had first, the... first is the subway car, then is the bank vault. Yes, then the bank vault. Uh, the bank vault It's got a was... laser grid and a checkerboard floor. you got to step on it in the, in the right way. Right. And the laser grid is visible to the naked eye so you can try and dodge and stuff through it yeah well you got to know where the lasers are going to hit you right and the uh the floor has of course pressure plates yeah and with all the numbers in there in that bank they have to figure out like first they got to figure out four numbers then they figure out the only safe deposit box is someone's name. Everything else has numbers so that's not it and it's just like it's a whole lot to put together to get where they're going. <laughs> uh, the vault door slowly closing. It, it, it was just kind of a, a strange little puzzle there. Yeah. It's once again, it kind of seemed disjointed because you got the uh, chess room floor, the bank vault, all the other stuff. It just kind of seems like a big mishmash to me. To me, it, it mm-hmm. didn't seem very cohesive. What did you think? The rooms are so much bigger this time, and I'm not clear where they are. And at one point, two of them are outdoors, uh, but one of them is clearly they're on a set. They can see that the walls are painted right, to right. look like they're the outside. That's the beach. Very, yes, very much. Yeah. And then, then they, and they have then to use that camera. The, the, and... and this room appears to have two different ways to get out it, uh, but they both end up leading to the same street the same rainy street yeah and that was kind of weird turns out to unleash acid rain there is a phone booth on this street i am not convinced that any of these gen z people are going to know 
that phone booth was or how to use it? They've seen old movies, Dominic. You think? <laughs> no, I don't have any idea. Yeah, there were some weird things in there, like how the uh, the overhang from the building survived for one thing of the acid rain. And it looked like it was about to melt, but it never actually completely melted. And then they got him into the phone booth. And the phone booth was obviously, even though everything else was melting, the phone booth was a good place to hide. I don't but think the, any of the metal and glass were melting, but it was mostly the coverings. The but was that uh, was the was the lock to the store supposed to be metal that they used the acid that they collected on? Was it supposed to be metal? It didn't look metal. I don't know. I mean, I think if you put enough acid on a piece of metal, it'll oh yeah, burn yeah, through yeah. It. Well, they were getting um, the rain every sixty seconds, so. Yeah, the rain wasn't intense enough to cause the taxi to dissolve, but if you right. scoop a bunch of it up and pour it on the lock directly, I pour guess. Pour directly on the lock, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's that was problematic, I guess. It was pretty strong acid bringing up those burns, though, immediately. And <laughs> Yeah, and two of the people don't make it. Uh, I think the acid room gets two of them. I, I thought it did. I thought they... It was only the three women in the scene, and they all made it. No, I think they both. Because uh, Ben um, fell through the, uh, Ben fell through the quicksand. He in the fell other through room. the. He, that's right. Ben appears to be dead. He fell through the sand. But the little um, do we know. Little did we know. The game designer who's trying to help Zoe uh, has him taken somewhere safe. Right. But I believe uh, the two women, Rachel and Brianna, buy it in the acid room. And then Zoe gets out of the car by herself. Uh, she got out and of the car by herself, but weren't they all three together in the next scene? No. Let's no. See. Okay, you're right. You're right. Yeah, Zoe. It's a, I'm looking at Wikipedia. Zoe falls into the next room while Rachel and, Bri Rachel and Brianna succumb to the rain and die. And which one? Rachel was the one who didn't feel pain, right? I think Remember? the seat of the taxi falls out and dumps her into the next room. Remember, there was the one girl who did not feel pain at all. Which one didn't yeah, feel pain? Remember, uh, was it Rachel that did not feel pain? That she burned her hand on that stove and nothing happened? I think it was Brianna, but I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. You know, I think you're right. It was Brianna. Apparently, her group was all these people who didn't feel pain. And and remember the subtext. There's There's always little subtext, like, on the Lone Survivors, and we didn't mention this in the last show, they wanted to see which one was the luckiest. Okay. Uh, one of the characters in this was a priest. You know, they, they had the five priests in there, and they wanted to see if, if faith made a difference. Well, Yeah, and going through this experience appears to have caused the priest to lose his faith. Yes, he, yes, he's definitely. He appears to have developed yeah. a drinking problem. Uh, didn't he die at Bikini Bottom, though? I think he made it through the bank, didn't he? And then he tried to dive in to save Brianna into the quicksand, and she made it out, but he didn't. I can't remember if that was him or the other boy, the guy. See, that's how unmemorable the characters are. They kind of... Ben. I think that was Ben. That might have been Ben. Oh, you're right. It was Ben. Yeah, no, the priest The priest gets cut up by the lasers or something. Or, yeah, he's... he's Trying to just walk his way across the pressure plates at the bank. Yes, 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 yes. Did we find this one believable or less believable? Less believable. Yes, I'm going to go with less. 
I'm a, yeah, the, getting them all on the same subway car was completely unbelievable. <laughs> I'm not, was not buying that at all. No, but you knew that's what it was doing. You, you knew as soon as you saw those people in there like that, you knew that's what they were doing. But it was yes, but, it, but at first I thought these poor schmucks were just being randomly selected because they happened to be with Zoe. But it I turns out they were all somehow all somehow manipulated into being there, which was first two. And that's, yeah. you know, that would have been more believable that they just picked them. But then the Tournament of Champions line doesn't work. Yeah. And and uh, one of the subway people says, what is this? A Tournament of Champions? Yeah. You know what Penn and Teller say you're supposed to do when you uh, hear the title of a movie in a movie? What's that? You're supposed to stand up and golf clap. Whenever you hear the <laughs> name of a movie, golf clap. Okay. <laughs> and you're supposed to stand up in the theater, if you're seeing it in the theater, and golf clap. <laughs> that will not annoy the other people at all. Probably would. It, it definitely would. So what kind of rating are we going to give this movie, buddy? Are you going to tell them the big twist at the end? What? Which big twist? That there's two different that versions the of the freaking ending? Oh, no, no, no. I wasn't going to talk about, <laughs> I was talking about the, the daughter was actually the bad guy. Daughter who saves Zoe. Yeah, she's... Guy. She apparently is just mad that her ideas have been stolen and that she's not getting proper credit. Right. And it seems like she's going to just keep doing this shit, but she's going to be in charge now and and get credit for it yes that was the whole point to set up the next sequel which will cost 25 million and make 15 <laughs> make 26 yeah, Somewhere yeah they, around there. they i feel they should quit head I, I think it's time but, for dropping us off yes so yeah i don't need to see five of these <laughs> well it, it's it's a pg-13 version of saw is what it is you yeah care about the characters and when I was looking up movies about escape rooms, Saw was listed in some of those, but it has escape room like elements, but it's not. No, yeah, it's not. An it's es- not an, it's room, not an but... escape room in that it's a recreational thing that you go into willingly. Right. <laughs> and then it just turns out you've accidentally signed up for a deadly one. Yeah. And that's another thing. You know, they completely got rid of the uh, people came willingly because they opened the puzzle box thing. They they just yeah. entrapped them this time. It's like well, you can't have a tournament of champions with you know they're not going to come back on this. I don't know. It's got, have you watched Squid Games at all yet? No, I have not. Uh, uh, I haven't had a, time. It's kind of the same premise. This I've been a little, premise I think we're going to be seeing a lot. Uh, I've been a little busy with the uh, daily podcasts. So daily That's Squid Game Squid Game might have to wait until next month. So how many stars there are, or how many pumpkins are you going to give this movie? Two. Two. Two? I got to go down one from, I got to go down one from the three. Uh, the three that the, from the three that the first one got, I got to go down. One was better than two. <laughs> <laughs> As they often are. Yes. Uh, I believe I gave it three stars on Letterboxd, so I'm not going to go back on that now. But I can't argue with, I can't argue with your two stars. So thanks for joining me again, buddy. No problem. Once again, I'd like to get in my shameless plug. Go ahead. I'm in two horror movies, hopefully, that are going to be released in the next couple of years. One is called Country Club, Home of the Slaughter Q, and the other is called Tapeworms, spelled with a Z. And you can find the uh, pages for both on uh, on Facebook and other places. They're going to be fun. They're independent horror movies. 
lots of gore, lots of blood. I would probably rate them a two also, <laughs> but at least they're going to be fun. On my scale, two means I didn't like it. Oh, well, see, on my scale, two means it was really bad, but you may or may not. I, okay, so it'll probably be a three, maybe three. maybe a four because I'm in it. Right. But <laughs> three, three means it was okay, four was I liked it, and five is I hated it. So, oh, so one is I hated it. So none of those really have to do with quality. It's more about your subjective experience with the film. I put in an Academy Award winning performance. No, I didn't. No, no, no (laughs) one did. No one did. But they are going to be fun. So maybe you'll give it a four. We'll see. Okay. Uh, You can email us at monstermovetimego at gmail.com or leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mmftg. Thank you for joining us. And as always, we will not see you, but you will hear us next time on Monster Movie Fun Time Go.